Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Let's get it. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. Today, we continue a very special project. Three movies in already mm. on, on the comic book movie journey through film. This brings us to Superman 2 after last week's covering Superman. Uh, same... Same franchise. I'm glad to be getting our first sequel on the uh, on the journey here. Yeah. You know, we uh, it'll be an interesting another little category. What are the best sequels to comic book movies of all time? What a another li- nice little niche to add to our to our repertoire here, where we rank everything. As this one goes, it is the best sequel so far. I can say without a doubt, confidently the best um, sequel. There's no doubt about it. Um. This movie premiered on uh, December 4th, 1980. It is written by uh, Mario Puzo once again with a screenplay by David Newman, Leslie Newman, and Mario Puzo and directed by Richard Lester. We did not watch the Donner cut as it has been uh, as it has been dubbed apparently a whole other version of this movie directed by Richard Donner, which is uh which is cool. I uh I haven't. I don't think I've seen that one. At least if I have, I don't recall. Um, I've watched this movie a few times throughout my life. I've always been more impartial to Superman, the first Superman movie. It's been kind of uh, the one I go back to the most. But I have seen this one the second most. Kind of just keeps going less and less. Like when we get to three and four, it'll be like I'll be like watching them for the first time again, basically. Oh, but the Su- Superman one and two, these are the ones I remember very vividly. Apparently, the Donner cut. Um, it was all filmed all at the same time, but Gene Hackman's scene were filmed for Richard Donner and every other scene that was required, like a reshoot that was required for the movie that we watched was a lookalike and a voice actor, an impersonator was impersonating Gene Hackman in this movie. And I had zero Yo, clue. That's fucking nuts. I had no what? clue that there was... That it was not Gene Hackman the whole time. I guess it was only for reshot, like anything that was reshot. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe so there's a good like, chance it's not flying. You know, maybe it was just like him flying. You know, where it doesn't yeah, right. necessarily show his face super close up. But man, I I had no idea. I had no like any inclination of that but while watching. But huh, I gotta. That's insane. I gotta watch the Donner cut now. See what see what that one's all about. But. I don't know. This, this is the, this the Donner cuts the original release the Snyder cut because mm-hmm. a little piece of uh, trivia in two thousand in a two thousand four interview Margot Kidder the actress for Lois Lane claimed that Richard Donner shot enough scenes to make his own cut of the film and that the unused footage was somewhere in the vault. A website mm-hmm. started a petition for Warner Bros to allow and sponsor Donner's cut of the movie. 
it was hmm. the footage was re-edited into Superman Two: The Richard Donner Cut. Wow. So uh, very interesting, very interesting shit there. So a lasting legacy this film has on Warner Brothers and DC as a whole, as we've recently had a very similar thing occur. Mm. Um, wow, that is that's fascinating. All all that shit is really really cool. But yeah, we watched we watched the the original release, the one that came out in theaters and stuff, directed by Richard Lester, uh, with the seven to eight minute recap at the beginning of the film, uh, just giving us giving us a full reacclimation into the environment of uh, the Donnerverse, if you will. Um, I, I, lo- I loved that, you know, like I was just like, oh yeah, I just watched this, so I don't really need it, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's it's nice for, what, because how far apart do these movies come out in real life? A couple years. Yeah, yeah, two years. So, I mean, that's that's a good enough time. People well, probably... And it- it premiered December 4th, 1980, but it wasn't widely released until like the middle of 1981. Uh, Superman, uh, Superman two, very, just n- another little, little tidbit about it. But, uh, hmm. um, yeah, I, this... it'd be interesting if it like premiered without the reshoots that they eventually get with Gene Hackman. And then those are like, like, I don't know. I, I don't know the timeline or anything, but it's an interesting little, uh, little bit, a little bit of information. But, uh, just like the last couple, we've, continued our required comics journey and this one we had a few more than we have in weeks past mm. i really went deep for this uh and it was uh it was a really fulfilling one i really enjoyed it but uh we got adventure comics number 283 kind of familiarizing us with what the phantom zone is and obviously these films have a vastly different perspective of what the phantom <laughs> zone is than the uh than the comic books as he is literally turned into a phantom and can still roam the plane as he wishes. Um, yeah, this is... I feel like this would be more... Um, like, the comic version of the Phantom Zone would be more of a punishment than just being trapped uh, in whatever they're in. I guess it is just the Phantom Zone is what they're in. But, like, being a, not being able to interact with a single thing, but s- still being able to see things unfold... Yeah, would be yeah, worse yeah, than yeah. just like staying in a cell or whatever you call like them in. But yeah, uh, and I really, I really loved this one. Uh, this this was a cute little comic. This is an old, old one. Uh, not not an action comics, not a super Superman comic, but like a Superboy comic. Mm. Uh, we got a few Superboy ones and and this this week and uh, the way there's a Clark Kent robot that comes into play and stuff like. <laughs> Let me activate what, the Clark Kent robot real quick to fill in yeah. his spot. I'm like. Oh, that's a thing. That's cool. Oh, sure. Um, we can do yeah. that. Um, I love the different mechanics of the of like the, the leftover things from Kry- Krypton and stuff, and uh, him discovering oh, the, the Phantom. Yeah, the yeah. the three weapons that were left over that yeah. were two. You know, it is interesting that that Jarrell deemed these three weapons as we cannot have them on Krypton. They're too powerful of weapons. Um, let's send so, it to Earth. So let's just put them in a box and, and no, put them up sure. there. We could keep it on the planet that's about to be destroyed. Sure. Sure. These things all have logic. But we can't have them on the planet. That's too dangerous. So we've got we to gotta get rid of them. Or just he didn't destroy the weapons themselves just right then and there. Like if he deemed them too dangerous to be left just in existence, why didn't he just... 
I don't know, use the Tommy Gun Mountain Destroyer to destroy the other two and then destroy the Tom. It's a comic book. I'm not really going to deal. No, yeah, we're not deep diving or anything, but still, like, Charles, come on, man. You seem like a smart guy. You're played by Marlon Brando. Uh, I know know he knows these these weapons will be the death of this business. You know, that's that's kind of what what he's thinking. But uh, uh, not only was this comic significant for its uh, Phantom Zone sort of uh, mechanics, it was our first appearance of General Zod. Mm. Uh, so, and General Zod becomes obviously a very important figure in this movie. You know, we got the whole, like, the squad of General Zod Bizarros, which we haven't gotten to Bizarro comics, but I'm sure you're familiar with the idea of b- the Bizarro Superman, where he says everything backwards and has the backwards S on his chest and stuff. Like, so this is another... We haven't gotten to anything, and I don't even think that'll become important in any of the movies or anything, but uh, Bizarro, very important to Superman lore. And so another another little tidbit there. Uh, they, they're wanting that General Zod to be the dictator. They're wanting all that shit. So they're setting up the themes for how, how we come to know General Zod for sure in uh, Adventure Comics number 283. Yeah, I love uh, the uh, the... The little, I don't know, I, I, whenever I was first reading this, the first one, um, and this electric typewriter that all, like, oh. at the beginning, I'm reading it and I'm like, I'm like, what, like, what is the point? Like, why are they focusing on this a little bit? You yeah. know, and like, why, like, yeah. your brainwaves, whatever. And it's like how he kind of, I'm like, how he saves while himself. I'm reading this, I'm like, how the heck is he gonna, like, what is he gonna <laughs> do? You know, like, yeah, exactly. There's no one on Krypton left alive. No one knows he's in there. Like, how the fuck? And then I'm like, ah, okay. That, it's actually kind of, I don't know, it's kind of... That was nice. a nice little through line. That was. I really did dig that. And uh, that's that's something I really love about these, like, gold, these these early, early Superman comics is that they're, uh, like, I liked, I loved looking at the art on these pages, you know? Like, it feels so classic. And uh, it, oh. it, it's perfect, man. There, oh, there was some cool art in the, uh, the one where he was fought. Oh, what was her name? The Katie? Or maybe that was who she went by, but the the uh uh yeah the the and, character that would go on to inspire ursa yeah what uh, was her 470 name? 470 action comics 471 through 473 uh that was, the uh, art, that was crucial art in arc. those ones were i don't know i noticed the art in those ones a lot like there was yeah this page where it's just him flying and it's like behind him I don't, like there was a lot of cool yes um, that one stood motion. out to me too like a lot of a lot of motion in this art for some reason that I, that I noticed. Um, I don't know. I, I really, I've, I've been enjoying reading these comics so much and like seeing the old ads too, that like, yes. it was like slim Jim's was like an ad in one of them or like fly. Yeah. Fly like Superman, a paper Superman, you know, like right, paper right. airplane. I don't know. It's just, I look like it's such really, a cool... really get you all enveloped into it. But uh, yeah, but we get introduced in that action comics, 471 through 473 to a, uh, woman from Krypton who is occupying an interesting alternate mechanics of the phantom zone again, um, where they, you know, it's kind of changed again where she can kind of just phase in and out of it. Um, fuck it, man. She can do whatever she wants. That's, yeah. uh, it's better than just a white and a black button on a, yeah. on a machine, nope. you know, I guess. No beef here. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I did really like it, you know, uh, uh, and that that character does go on to inspire Ursa uh, in this movie in Superman two, uh, 
it's also interesting that uh, in 473, he has to face off with three Kryptonians, two men and a woman. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It's uh, definitely definitely laying the groundwork for what we become what we become familiar with in this movie. You know, the whole defacing uh, a statue they they do it to Superman, but in the movie they do it to Mount Rushmore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what they did uh, thousands of hours to create, and they defaced it in seconds. Imagine yeah. what they could do to the world if we let. Yeah, like it, I don't know this. Where I is love, Superman? I love the like the. Eventually, the president, you know, kneels and he's like, "Oh God!" And then Zod just goes, "Uh, Zod, Zod." Yeah, Zod. Yeah. And the, like, I, I don't know the they kept the quips of Superman very, um, like adaptation wise. Like they they just start killing it every time. Like, oh, it's so fucking movies. good! It's um, so fucking good. Oh, what? Well, like the he saves the kid from Niagara Falls, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, only one ride per customer." Like yeah. all of his, just his little quips. And he's not, and he's know. like, he's like really sweet too. Like, he's just like, oh, sorry. One ride per customer. Like now I got to go right. get my hot dog. And I love the way, I love the way in that part of the movie when Lois is like, Superman, Superman, it's me. And he just flies away. He's like, you know what? Let me humble her right quick. Uh, I'll, I'll be right back. Um, she knows she got me on the leash. I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and leave her on it. She knows I have super hearing and can literally hear even when I'm miles right. away. Fuck it, I'm going. Yeah, it, he's taking. I don't know. He he even as Clark, he kind of took some initiative in this movie. Yeah. You know, he yeah. he wasn't fully. Um, I don't know. He like, hey, Lois, I was uh, I was thinking uh, what the, of the of of the the, the the sleeping arrangements. What were we gonna? Yeah, you yeah. know, like he's what still stumbling, but He's still yeah. very, very Clark and very Stumbling shy and nervous, and but like stuff. he's still like he's trying to make moves, you know. He's yeah, still right. trying. Yeah, he's, uh, but I don't it's know. Re- this... it is, it, it, I love this movie, dude, and I do love how we visit like the Eiffel Tower. We visit the Niagara Falls, and that was something that uh, visiting these landmarks of the world. I feel like might have been influenced a little bit by Action Comics number two hundred eleven where he does visit the Eiffel Tower. He visits all these spots in the world and commits some glorious, spectacular act that's being photographed for the Daily Planet International. None of them are getting run. He's like, what the fuck's going on? Doing all these cool things, and they're just... And he knows they're lying to him because he can see the negatives like through their desk and stuff. And and it was cute. Like, this one, like... There wasn't like an an enemy. There wasn't a you know any yeah, right. villain or anything. It was just a cute little story that was like, hey, we appreciate you, Superman. Here's what we're gonna do for you yeah. on your anniversary. And I don't know. Yeah. Um, I loved it, dude. I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that it all just kind of resolved itself. They're like, yeah, here you go. We love you, man. That was that was just sweet, you know. I I loved that. I loved the shit where he was like, I'm not vain, but what the fuck's going on here? Like, am I not good enough for you guys? I literally yeah, like, just am I, I getting, went out and am I getting boring? But no, it was just a, a cute little surprise gift for him, which was, for sure, which was nice. And then yeah, seeing the like movie open up on the Eiffel Tower, it is just really cool to see uh, crossovers. Like even if it's it is that simple, like he didn't lift the entire Eiffel Tower here and flip it over and hold it up by the single point, but like we were there and it happened like in in these comics and and like even there's a boy that's walking through and he has like an action comics like in his hand like right. in the movie you know again it wasn't like the opening scene where it is literally like reading through and like putting you into the book sort of thing but it's like right. 
they still pay homage or they still it's very important uh to, for sure. to them for this movie. Yeah, I fucking I I really really did enjoy uh, like I I will say I think I like the first couple acts of this movie a little bit more uh than I do the ending. I think the ending's a, like it could be a little bit stronger than it is for me. Um I'm not a huge fan of the fact that they end up erasing Lois's memory mm. sort of thing. I wish that that I, feels like it was something they could have overcame uh for my for my money. Uh they go through a lot in this movie. It's really a it's really compelling, you know. I I I love the way this movie starts out, the opening on in Paris where or I guess first Clark Kent being uh, told that there's a terrorist attack in Paris and he him heading on over there. What my most or my best reporter there. And then he's like, "Uh, well, isn't that a little dangerous? Like, it, don't, don't you not want your best reporter in in the place that could blow up and everyone yeah. die in, you know? It uh, comes with but, the territory, Kent. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the job. You I don't just stand around. Paris, he turns yes. around and he's already gone. I was like, fuck it. I love Perry White, too. Hell of a character Perry White is, the, uh, the journalist, uh, the editor of the, the Daily c- Planet. The cigar he always has in his mouth. Yeah, he's... He's very. He's like the good. He's the good J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> he's the good foil to J. Jonah Jameson. But uh, you know, whenever like Lois uh, tricking the the cop into letting her pass and stuff, and her ending up getting caught on underneath the elevator that is holding the hydrogen bomb, it's like, oh my god! And did you recognize one of those criminals from yeah. any? Uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, yeah, what yeah, I, know, yeah. The, I forgot what his name is, but the guy who turns into a rat. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. 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 Um, it's like, I love a little crossover. Mm-hmm. It's something I can point to more modernly with these movies is, is, is always fun. But, uh, yeah. And that's, uh, that was another really cool thing was, uh, Superman coming in, saving the day, the way he says hi to Lois. Like, uh, I think this is your floor. Another one of those nice little, uh, nice little Superman quips and then throwing it into space. And the nuclear explosion being what breaks the phantom zone and allows Whoopsies. them out. <laughs> Who could have known? Yeah. And, and did, like, whenever they sent the, those three into the phantom zone, did they send them, like, to Earth? Or did they just so happen? They were just flying through space, and they just happened to reach there. Um... <laughs> Uh, maybe I, the maybe the explosion so soon after propelled them in the same direction sort of thing hmm. um obviously took them much longer to get there uh but no, uh, yeah I, love, I thought that shit was yeah it's just saving the day but oopsies letting out three of my villains you know i mean yeah, like I, yeah. they needed to get out somehow and like I, he's not i don't know so i, I was like okay with it but oh I, yeah, absolutely. And I so, love that like later they whenever they're in the Fortress of Solitude and Lex Luthor is asking a bunch of questions and she's like, For the love of God, don't let a nuclear bomb go off next to the Phantom Zone. It will open. that <laughs> uh, got I mean, Krypton, were they were they big into nuclear bombs, you know? I feel like it's yeah, a very that was another thing, thing I was thinking about. Like, were they a part of the arms race? Like what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> but Nah, that's uh, that's why these movies are just fun. Is that you can look at something like that, and in a, in I guess like in a more modern movie, we would I I feel like people just get pissed off about that, and they'd say like, oh, this is a shitty movie. 
But like, oh, one hundred percent. While we're watching this, like, I don't know. While I'm watching this, I'm in the same mindset that I am while I'm reading the comics. Is like, this is just cool story, and things need to happen in order for this story to happen. You know, like that. It's just the writer does whatever the fuck they want. Like, it's like here's the thing: the people who are always so complaining about comic book movies having an excessive amount of comedy. Mm. Kind of what they've always been. You know, Superman took itself seriously. It had some funny moments, but uh this is straight up they were going for comedy at a lot of points in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like they they wanted yeah, like, it to be funny. Planet Houston. Yeah. Uh, and then Otto uh Luther's like right-hand man is yeah. solely for comedy. He's a, he's exactly. a comedic character. Um, him pulling yeah. down the hot air balloon and shit. <laughs> Luthor, I, I love how he it's says Luthor. Luthor uh, man, the yeah, black box in our cell. Uh, and I love how how Lex always always refers to himself in like second person or third person. And yeah. he's like, "What are they? How are they going to reward the greatest criminal mind of?" He, like he said the same yes. like every single time. How do they um, reward the big, the greatest genius on the planet? Twenty five to life. Or life plus twenty five, Luther. Get back to work. Uh, no, nah, man, I love this shit. I, and like one, the scene that I always, always remember from this, or not the scene, but the the section of this movie I always remember is the Niagara Falls stuff. Mm. That's that's the stuff that stuck with me most uh, throughout the years I've watched this movie. Um, just because it is far and away my favorite part of the movie the lowest it's the most development we get in the lois and clark storyline mm. uh and uh the whole she thinks she's figured it out uh so I'm she's gonna to jump in the river on it mm. yeah he's lois no lois try to swim swim lois and uh yeah, I, mean, off. I love that like i don't know i feel like it, Lois kind of says it perfectly. It's like, I don't think you wanted to with your mind, but you've always wanted to with your heart. Like that. that oh, 100%. Like, oh. Well, because there's a couple times throughout the movie where he makes it like, he's not careful. When he walks across the street and gets hit by a car and puts a dent in the car, whenever he's pressing her orange juice and the juicer crushes his thumb and he just, and he like, it's the thumb closest to Lois. Like he's not being careful, you know, he's trying his best to tell her without telling her, you know, yeah. which I really love. Oh yeah. No, that's, I, I don't know them too. They're always so cute. And of course they had to, you know, go on a fake honeymoon together in the most yeah corny honeymoon room. The El fucking, like, oh, man. The fucking bellhop being like, uh, throwing the bags down and, uh, <laughs> just marching around the room, the flames of love, you know, uh, and now give me my tip. I'd be like, dude, you threw my bags. What if there was yeah. something important in there? Uh, I'll give you like two bucks, but shit. Um, Clark's too nice, man. Clark's too nice. Uh, I'm, all for t I'm all for tipping because I live off tips. But I'm also like pretty good at my job, you know? Like I don't just like, I don't just like phone it in and hope people are like just tipping me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Effort's nice. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the 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 vibrating bed and the and all that shit, so fucking funny. I do love that. Like, uh, have you ever been to Niagara Falls? No. 
very it's fucking it's fucking gorgeous and i actually didn't watch this movie for the first time until uh until after i'd been i went i I went on my way to cooperstown for my brother's baseball Mm -hmm. back in like 2016 and i didn't watch this movie until after that and when i saw it i was like holy shit yeah that's it's exactly what it looks like still um essentially the same the same fucking place uh like like the setup around it and everything obviously mm. the falls haven't changed much um <laughs> they, they've made they've remained relatively the same uh i love how she's taking pictures like she's not facing no the, not the actual falls whatsoever she's taking pictures of the people i don't know and- i don't know how you can do that lois you're you're by one of the greatest nature's greatest spectacles and you're thinking about food mm. oh whenever uh, you've You've been touched by Superman. You can't really think of much else. You know, whatever everything everything else just kind of comes up short. Oh, like, him oh, again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I could just tell you. Um, but yeah, I loved I loved that whole that whole thing. And uh, oh, I wish Clark was. Clark's not here. Mm-hmm. He never fucking is. Like, uh, I I, I always love that she figures it out. You know, like she. Yeah. He does a really good job at trying to convince her otherwise, but she she figures that shit out. Yeah, no, she's she's smart. She's a a journalist. She's not any detail can get past her. You know, mm. she he says that. Um, but it's like the the classic joke of like, oh, you ever seen me and Batman in the same room together? Exactly. No, you haven't. All right, uh, I'm Batman. But yeah, in no, this case, I love the uh, like the part where Clark's glasses get all fogged up. And he like tries to clean them while they're still on his face, yeah. and she's like, "No, give me those." And he's like, I, I. <laughs> tries to look away and stuff. That shit was so funny. I loved that. But uh, you know, Lois kind of figuring things out about Superman's real identity, kind of inspired by um, Action Comics four eighty four, which is uh, Superman takes a wife. This one was fun. Uh, this was a really, really good book, and it's all about Lois and Lois and Clark figuring figuring their shit out. Um, and the whole like uh, Superman's disappeared, he's gone, but Clark's still there. So it's like you're really, really getting a heavy influence on this movie. And um, one thing that I, I guess I don't know if I missed it or maybe it's just them being like, yeah, he got his powers back. But whenever um, he was talking to his mom and being like, yeah, I love her. Um, and then she's like, you have to live as them if you want to, you know, live as a mortal with them. Yeah, when right. you do this, it cannot be undone, you know, <laughs> is what she says. Um, and then it's just like, undone. He, he picks up like the crystal that like Jorel sent him with and like we're all like, you know, like it, it created it, the fortress of solitude and stuff. So like, I mean, I. I'm cool with it, but like I didn't know if I just missed something as like um, you didn't. I don't think they tried to explain shit at all about how he got his powers back. I think they were just kind of like, well, maybe if we say like we show him picking up this crystal, it'll just kind of be like, oh yeah, fuck it, you figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really because I don't that- I don't I can't even begin to think of what they were like thinking the explanation would be relating to the crystal. Like the fortress of solitude's already there. Like the best I can come up with is like him plugging it back in the fortress of solitude comes back to life and that's just it you know like uh 
Yeah. I did you know love the imagery of the Fortress of Solitude when it was all dark and like the blue mm. and green lighting was the only shit light, <laughs> lighting up around. And, like he goes back in and yeah. like I failed and oh yeah, that, that was a, a really cool. I, but uh, I don't know. I love the like him actually going through with it being like, yeah, I don't need to be Superman like anymore. Oh. And like Lois standing right there hearing it all. And yeah, like right. he probably knows that she's standing there because you know super hearing and everything. Yeah, and, and he brought like, her and stuff. Like yeah, uh, it's like he knows she's hearing this. But well, like, I also I also love so, that she doesn't like say anything. She just kind of like, oh yeah, let's see. She could have been <laughs> like, hey, like you don't you don't need to give up your powers, you know? Like you could. Still fight, she's like, actually, know? that's some like super contrived logic. You like we've been very very cool together this whole time. We could very much so just go ahead and keep doing that. Um, I I loved the logic. Like that's the that's the only thing that the the holes start poking is the logic of this movie is it's a little out there. Um, because why on earth does he need to be immortal in or need to be immortal in order to be with Lois Lane? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I guess maybe that's why maybe the the Donner cut has a lot more they actually like dive into that maybe. And like, they just had to use what they had to well, like the runtime of the Donner cut is like 10 minutes shorter. So it's like, what the fuck? I wonder how different that movie is. It, it, it can't like... be that much different because the description was the same. Like he loses his powers in order to be with uh, Lois and stuff. And, uh, hmm. but that really is the heart of this movie. You know, I love that, uh, I love that Clark's willing to do that. I love that Lois is like when they're walking out of the cave and stuff and they're like hand in hand, arm in arm. And they're like, I love you. I love you too. Like, it's just, ah, this is exactly, this is exactly what you've been wanting. You know, oh, this, is what, this is what you've been needing. I got my line. Uh, just tell me you love me. Yeah. Um, yes, that was brilliant. By both of them. They both say it to each other. Um, yeah, brilliant. Hmm. Okay, it, is there another? No, I don't think there's. Another I think line. my favorite line. It's like it's like three lines, but like, he, whenever Superman goes, we'd better talk, and Lois goes, "I'm in love with you," and then he goes, "Then we'd really better talk." <laughs> like, uh, like I've got like we really got to talk about this then. Uh, that 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 was funny. We better talk. I yeah I love you. I got okay. So we really All need right. to talk. No, I loved that shit. Um, but that's part of why it sucks so bad. Whenever it's kind of undone at the end of the movie, like uh, yeah. I get like I think I get it. You know, she became at risk because of their connection and stuff. So it's better for her not to know. But I don't know. I feel I, like they didn't even give it a chance, really. Exactly. You they know, were both like just I, like, yeah, that's it. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know. Um, is it for the third movie? Maybe like cause... the third movie has uh, a whole new storyline here. Yeah. Uh, there's another there's another love interest potentially introduced and stuff. Another one historically based in Superman comics. Uh, Lana Lang back from Smallville. Um, so there's a, there's, there's, there's a little bit more there, but, uh, 
Yeah, it, it, it did kind of go like, ah, fuck. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, all being undone by the super kiss, <laughs> which uh, has its basis in comics as well. From yeah. Action Comics number 306. That was the only reason I included that issue. I was because... wondering, okay, I was reading that one. I'm like, I was trying to find what was in the in the movie, and the kiss was the only thing that resembled anything. Exactly. Whatever... That was the only reason. Because I read all of these comics before the movie this time. I had all of them in before the movie. Gotcha. And uh, and it was it was uh, before I started the movie, uh, and I'm reading them, I'm like, okay, I wonder what parts of these are going to be in the movie. Um, like, I wonder what, like, why he picked this one or, or what yeah, the right, inspiration right. was. Um, and originally whenever he lost his powers and then he came back as Superman, I thought that that was like going to be robot Superman or like an impersonation or ah, something of the sort, like something like that. And then I'm like, oh no, he just got his powers back. Um, gotcha. but it is fun. Uh, like his last movie, I kind of read half before and then half after. Um, gotcha. This time I had them all in before, and I don't know. It's just it enhances the movie just a whole lot. Like seeing yeah. where the inspiration. Well, and that's comes from. that's one of the that was the only reason I included this is because I think it's key to know that that moment does have basis in comics. You know, like it's mm. not just like they were like, "Fuck it, he's gonna give her a super kiss and she'll be left woozy and dazed and stuff." No, like that that did happen in the comic books. It did. It's not like it's a uh, they were looking for an easy way out. They just happened to find something with comic base. Uh, which is uh super fucking funny, you know. Uh, her being like a oh whoa, I can't remember shit. Like uh, Clark, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, sure, Lois. Oh, I'll get on. Uh, and and freshly squeezed. Yeah, I Orange know. Juice. I know. I know. Go, Hamburger uh, with everything on it. It was a nice little story tie-in going back to the the same yeah. diner and, and teaching a guy where he you know, got his shit rocked. He got his ass beat. Dude's not coming back to that diner, I don't think. Um, no. He was embarrassed to the point. Um, and I, I love this how to go. He, he just goes, yeah, I've been working out. But like. That was superhuman strength you just exhibited. Anyone in that diner? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, you kind of look like Superman with glasses on. And yeah, just right, exhibited right. some superhuman... I just, I love how everyone is so blind that, Clark, you know, like, um, the glasses. His, well, I mean, right. Christopher Reeve does do a good job of actually looking Morphing. and feeling different. Um, but just like... But not so different that you're goes. like, that's a different person, you know? Like, he still yeah. looks like the same guy. Yeah, like, it's Batman, just... it's like you have a mask that covers your face and like, you know, like they even in the dark night, you know, cover Harvey's face and look at like his lower and like, yeah, Oh, right. could you be the kid? You know, but like, it, it's more obvious, you know, more of a secret identity. But like, I love that Superman is just, I put on some glasses and I'm working in the newspaper well, office that literally covers Superman. There's pictures of him constantly yeah, right there. I love, and I, I, I love it though, because like it, it really does. That's one of my favorite like contrast between Batman and Superman is that Superman wants to show the people that he is one of them. He wants to feel like he's connecting with them and he wants you to look into his eyes. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to treat him like a human, like, uh, and Batman wants hmm. to be your fucking nightmare. Sure. Um, uh, and that was like part of the movie where, um, I think it was in the, the honeymoon suite whenever, 
um, Lewis is saying something like uh, about Clark for Superman and like, uh, but you are, you're the same person, you know, and then he goes like, no, like I, I see, I see myself as kind of like the, they're separate people. Like Clark is not Superman and he kind of like does see a difference between the both of them. I always thought that was interesting. I think that part's interesting too, because I just tend to have a, a little bit different of a perspective on Superman as a whole when it comes to that. Like I've always thought of him as kind of like, they are the same guy. Clark at his core is Superman. Like it's not like, and obviously he steps like steps away and like, uh, He's trying to be a little bit more cowardly and stuff when he's Clark, but when he loses his powers and he stands up to the dude at the at the counter, you know, that's an example of him having virtue and having strength yeah. to him. And he wants to he wants to protect, you know, so like at his core, I do think that even even he maybe that's part of the journey of this movie is that he realizes there's a little bit of Superman and Clark as well. Mm. Yeah, I wonder, uh, like. I have no idea where these movies are going, but like, I, like as far as like the new movies go, like with Superman, like obviously like the fights and the, all of that stuff is like better, but like, I love, um, the corniness of the fights that were like, oh, that, yes. that were in here. Um, like whenever Zod comes to that small town and, yes. and everyone, like everyone's just trying everything they can to do, like kill him. Nothing's affecting anything. Um, and the helicopters are, are riding in and everything. They're like, we can't fucking get this guy. Yeah, blow him a kiss. And then... Yeah, and the, like, like, the giant last action sequence is them just blowing down the street. Yeah. Causing a natural fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, and how Zod gets Superman's attention is he just starts blasting cars. He just yeah. starts like... And like... um. Super. I, I love the the difference, uh, like just the story element of like you have someone who has these powers and decides to use them for the good of humanity, and then you have people who are like, oh, I can completely take over this entire world if I wanted to, and that's right. what I'm gonna do. Like like a Homelander, you know, type type situation versus Superman, where he's obviously not not gonna do that, um, and it's. Like even Zod says, like, oh, I, I found his weakness. He actually cares for the people yeah. on this planet. Um, but I don't know. It, it, this I don't know these. Like, yeah, how can you really complain about a movie being like goofy and and funny and like campy? Uh, whenever they first land on the planet, and that little fisherman guy sees Zod walk on water. And he's looking at his, like, drink, and he's like, holy shit. You know, like, I don't know, that's just, I love, like, I would, uh, I like whenever superhero movies take themselves seriously. Like, I'm not going to say that The Dark Knight or The New Batman or, you know, all these new movies are are It could benefit from telling some more jokes. No, yeah, I get, like, that's the thing is that you just got to know what you're getting into. Like, I think at this point. Whenever people are critiquing the MCU, like they're telling too many jokes, I can't help but go, I don't know, man, what were you expecting? What led you to believe that they would do anything different? Because they never have, you know, like, yes, it would be nice if they if at some point they went a little bit more self-serious. And I think they have a little bit more recently. Uh, 
like the idea that comedy immediately discredits a movie is absurd. Like that's just not, that's just not how things are. You know, like I, I can't stand the idea that a comedy can't be a great movie. Um, I think the main complaint for the MCU that people are trying to get at is that it it is just following the same formula over and over. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's the comedy that really gets people. I think it's like it, it is the same form of comedy over right. and over and over. Like it's big, big moment where there are, something's about to happen and it's like super serious. And then you have like uh, a little one liner that's like takes you out of it a little bit. And it's like it doesn't take you. I'm necessarily take you out. But um, no, no, I I, this like this is way more fun. Like to watch like I'm watching a movie um and i like it's a superhero who can fly and shoot lasers out of his eyes can have frost breath uh can, like can do he's a god and like why am i one to be like oh these these little quir- quirky lines he's having oh, i'm i'm so taken out of the movie and i i can't i can't believe that this isn't more realistic exactly like, exactly like i just know people would be up in arms if like fucking Thor and Jane Foster went to a hotel. Thor sat on the bed and it started shaking. They'd be like, God, I, w- I miss when Thor was a serious character. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, no. It's just, it's just fun, man. Like, I, there are, like, that's why it's so special whenever, uh, there is like a critical masterpiece of a superhero movie. Like, it's like, oh shit. Yes, this is, fan-. like, Into the Spider-Verse. That's one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. If not the greatest superhero movie of all time. That shit's got funny, funny parts, dude. That shit's funny at some points. Hey. And it you know, like, uh. Cry. Many times. Yes. Like, it is like a movie that is, it does everything you want a comic book movie to do. Exactly. Like, and I think Superman 2 is like, uh, it's on that path. It doesn't get there, but it, uh. I think it lays the, like, more so than Superman, lays the groundwork for what the modern superhero movie has kind of become uh i think it does take itself a little like it takes itself a little less seriously than the first one did i think uh it incorporates a little bit more comedy and it it's funny at points you know like it it truly does land every once in a while and uh and it's still resonant i just think that uh they kind of they kind of fumble the bag at the very very end it's kind of a yeah, uh, like they wanted to continue the franchise in another way, so like I think they just kind of left it open so they could keep doing this thing. Um, and I and, guess that 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 is kind of how most comic, like most of the comics, end is like you had all this whole story that just happened, but at the end of it, none of it really matters. Afterwards, like he went through this experience and he'll learn from it, but like as far as the next story goes, that thing oh, yeah. that happened just now is kind of like. Well, it's, it's just, just like, over and done. Hopefully you know, we like, don't whip out the Phantom Zone projector again. You yeah. know, shit, shit like that. Uh, but yeah, man, I uh, I do really, really enjoy this movie. Um, let's see. I'm thinking on my favorites right now. Mm. Yeah, I put, uh, as far as my line was, just tell me that you love me. I don't know if it's exactly that. Or is it just tell me that you love me? or uh, Tell me that you love me, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite scene uh, is is the Niagara Falls scene. Whenever um, Lois like Lois figures it out and dr- drops herself Dives in, in. Yeah. and uh, that, that I don't know if 
you were right as in like, or not right, but whenever you said that you, whenever you look back on this movie and that's what you remember as that far as what you remember. Yeah. yeah. Like that, like obviously I'll remember the, the fight at the end and like the whole Armageddon esque, you know, scene. But Kneel like, before Zod. He kneels. Oh, no. Well, you can't be president. Anybody who calls himself a leader or a man wouldn't do it that fast. You pussy. Get up. That uh, was funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> uh, and then you got Luther walking in, white flag. You know, like waving in the white. How you just strolled up in the White House? Um, right. Yeah. Like plops down in the in the chair behind the desk in the Oval Office. Puts his feet up. <laughs> yep. Utterly fantastic. I absolutely and I loved the way he was used uh as a a proxy for the uh for the big three here uh sort of being like oh yeah you'll need my help of course you'll need my help uh i'll do my best i'll do my best anywhere i can yeah the world's a big place thankfully my needs are small um i'll just i'll just need australia yeah um (laughs) i like beachfront property um yeah i don't know he just what i don't know he's a very funny part of the movie. Like he's, al- he's always funny, yeah. Leader of it. Australia. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Houston. Uh, Zod is hilarious in this movie, too. And that's one of the things that I know yeah. people would be pressed about now, is the fact that Zod is unintentionally funny as fuck at a lot of points in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not him trying to be funny. It's just that he's so out of tune with, Earth. with the way with the way Earth is, yeah, yeah, that it's just he he's being funny, and no, it was it was hilarious. Oh. Like yeah, every time he said Houston, or like whenever they were on the moon, and and like grabbed the patch for the first time, they they all come from Houston or whatever, and they're like, yeah. oh well, now we must go there and lead, finally yeah. lead. We know. will rule the planet Houston. <laughs> but uh, oh, and don't get me started on how the the fucking incels on the internet would despise Ursa. Oh, they would hate Ursa, bro. She's there to just the arm men. wrestling. Yeah. yeah, arm wrestle. Bam. Um, it wasn't. That's oh, yeah, a great the, scene. The, it that was one part in the. Uh, what's what's the number? Um, Could be anyone four seventy one two or three. Yeah. That one, like, yeah. I think it might be Superman that says it, like. A, a man hater like or something like yes like, yes oh like or, or something along those lines and and like of course she is or something like that and i'm like oh well yeah this came out in 1938 or whatever or 19 you know whatever yeah um, this was this was i think but, this was 60s or seven. Oh, i think it was 70s this was the uh this was the late the most recent like phantom zone arc when mario puzo wrote the wrote the movies and he he sat down to write superman one and two at the same time so, uh, like, he wrote both these movies at the same time, which is interesting, uh, story wise, because I feel like story wise, I think Superman one is just, uh, is just generally better. I think, uh, it's safe to say. Um, yeah, well, I guess I was trying to think of why Superman one story is better. Like, it's more, it's more just grounded, I guess. You don't have these people coming in from the Phantom Zone and just wrecking shit. It's just like a guy that wants to take over California. Wipe. I mean, yeah. it is out there. It's out sure. there. It's out there. But like, I think there's also the fact that like, I think, I think the first movie is just better in a lot of respects. It's funny that like it came out two and a half years before because I think the effects in the first one are a little bit better. 
Uh, I I think I think they've. It, I think I w- I was like the flying everything did look better in the first one, but I think it's because there wasn't as many effects that they had to do. Like they had to have three people yeah. flying around all the time and Superman against them and having them throw a bus, having them like do. I like, mean, like the 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 shit where he stepped into the into the red kryptonite projector and it like broke him down at him from Adam. Oh, oh, (laughs) yeah. Like, like the just picture of Christopher Reeve getting dismantled. So funny. Uh, like I have no beef. It was just so funny because like, literally I can make that in slideshow right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah, that probably took him weeks to do too. (laughs) Like is the thing like that's, that's, it's just, it's a crazy how far so we've come. Yeah. Maybe that's my favorite shot of the movie, actually. Now that yeah. I, think about it. Um, I don't know of, a, of another sh- Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe I should think about it a little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll need to take like a little look-see through the Ooh. movie real quick to remember a I favorite think, shot. I think you already said it. The um, Fortress of Solitude, whenever it's dark and it has Ooh, the, yeah. the colorful lighting, I think. Um, that is pretty. That's that's what I'm gonna go with for my shot. Not the not him breaking down and losing his powers. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I can't blame you there. Um let's see. I do really uh I really enjoy a lot of the Eiffel Tower stuff at the beginning. I think that was when the effects in this movie were at its best. Mm. Um that shit looked really, really good. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'm actually going to choose. I, I'm not one for a lot of patriotism. I don't, I don't love, I don't love America like Superman does in these movies or anything, but I think my favorite shot might be after he's put the, the top on the back on the top of the white house. And he's like looking through the roof and, uh, he's talking to the president. It's this shot right here. You'll be able to see it, but nobody else will. Oh yeah. Yeah. Love that. It shot. Was- as far, you know, and definitely for the time, people were, were way more patriotic than now. Um, yeah. People would people love to see the, the powerful God guy in front of the American flag. Absolutely. Um, so, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love the him going back into the alley and taking taking the the suit off and then morphing into his Superman suit. Uh, still no clarification on how that happens. He even took off the chest piece and it was underneath, but I guess he's just moving so fast he undresses and. And and what's the in the Fortress of Solitude? Whenever he like throws his logo and it like yeah 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 becomes, yeah uh, like a... they did a lot of uh, they did a lot of stuff with uh, the powers and abilities and certain things in this movie that I don't know if they have comic basis. <laughs> uh, the fact that Zod can move shit with his mind sometimes, uh, and like the way Superman like pushes it back at them, and then he can like Doctor Strange duplicate himself. I I don't know. I don't think Superman's ever been able to do that. At least not not stuff I've read. But uh, that whole sequence is like, oh, he can do that. Too. Oh, yeah, they can just oh, go okay. invisible. He's oh, just he showing can... off. Yeah, <laughs> they can teleport. Okay, uh, yeah, shit like that was just like, oh, yeah, all right. I think they took a lot of liberties during that scene just to show that they're all so overwhelmingly powerful and they yeah. all have the same abilities. 
Yeah, like um, for one, they've been trapped in the Phantom Zone for however long, and they just got out and just learned that they have powers, and they're using them like it's you know, they're using right. them like they like I don't know. I just I like I love that that. He had a tough time figuring out the laser eyes. He worked on it, you know. He <laughs> just getting the little burnt like crisp on the like the truck, like the little wooden yeah. board, and he like got a little burnt. He's like, yeah, all right, cool, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, doesn't say a fucking word the whole movie. Uh, very, He's very just funny. The, the muscle. Uh, and then, oh, whenever Luther, um, there's three of you guys and only one of him. It's easy. And then uh, he, he kind of growls. He's like, well, four if you count that guy twice. Or would it like yeah. uh, just uh, to be like, okay, oh shit. Oh, I didn't want to make you mad. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, the, oh, the cops that, uh, they were blocking the road and the two cops that pull up to him first before they oh, go yeah. into the town. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, did he just give me an order? Get out and shoot this guy. Yeah. You deal with it. You you go ahead. Uh, you, you did deal this with guy it? just tell me what to do? I'm going to hand you a shotgun. Go deal with it. Um, you gotta I was like, to play okay. Yeah, like, All right. Yeah, that was. If you're well, going to be a peacemaker. I was like, ooh, that hasn't aged well, has it? And I love the way Zod just took the shotgun and went ahead and shot himself in the chest with it and was like, interesting. It's a noisemaker. Yeah. Yeah, Just, I don't know. That was a crude, a crude noisemaker. You don't like, Um, I don't, I don't like the, or I like the red, the red spinny glow, but I don't like the loud, annoying noise that's coming from that thing in the middle. Whatever. And then what's the, the, the big dudes, the muscle guy's name? Non, I think N O N. Yeah, no, he just rips it off and then like kind of cradles it like a baby, like he right. kind of like like pets it a little bit, which I don't know. Like, yeah, that like that stuff, like that would never be in a movie that takes itself seriously, you know? No, but, like it's like it's part of what makes this movie so fucking fun. Um, I think of of uh, my favorite performance and character, and it, well, I mean, it's. I'm a- I'm going to throw my favorite scene right quick. Okay. I think it's, uh, I think my favorite scene is Lois or Clark finally confessing he's Superman. Whenever he trips and falls into the fire and she's like, it's like after she's already given up, she's like, God, not only am I losing my mind, I've lost my fucking comb or like her self worth is in the pits. You know, she's not doing well. And then Clark trips and falls in the fire. He walks away, he takes the glasses off. Mm. And he like he straightens up, yeah. <laughs> turns around and she's like, "I'm sorry," you know. Like she, I, I loved that too. The way that she was just like, "I know you really didn't want to tell me that." Like I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm glad you did though. Uh, mm. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, I think, uh, I think I did. I don't know why I did that." Um, <laughs> no, he just, he just wanted to rip the bandaid off in his heart. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's, he wanted to. And I mean, that, I, that, that was a good. Like whenever you mentioned that, like the car like the car crashing into him the thumb like he was trying to the whole movie i didn't yeah. i really just thought of that as just him i i didn't really think of anything of it i thought it was just kind of like a funny like yeah he's superman look what he can look what can happen to him in normal everyday life but it was him trying to like get her to know to like get her to figure it out like like yeah. i don't have the strength to tell you yet but this is what's going on um yeah, that shit was good. But yeah, the favorite character and performance is going to be tough. Um, 
I did go with Christopher Reeve. We both went with Christopher Reeve as Superman in the first one, right? Yes. Um, for and performance. Then, yeah, for performance. And then you went with uh, Margot Kidder as Lois Lane, or Lois Lane, and I went with Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor for my character. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, definitely will not be going with Lex for the character in this one. Nah, yeah, he's a little bit he's a little bit more absent in this one, not as uh not as prominent. Uh it's funny, I do I I like Zod. I like the way he's portrayed, but uh my favorite of those three is Ursa. Yeah. I think she got the most to chew on, like as an actress. I think she got the the most the funnest scenes, you know. I think Zod was you know, the no Zod and like all that shit in the White House and stuff is is fun and, and cool. But uh, I like I liked the, the way Lois Lane knocks her out at the end whenever she loses her powers and stuff. And uh, I, I loved all that shit. But uh, her throwing the dude through the uh, through the table during arm wrestling, that shit was funny. Uh, yeah, so like I was I was thinking maybe I would want to go with her for my character. Uh, because I think uh, I don't think I want to go with Superman or Lois in this movie. You know, uh, yeah. I think I don't know. Is it just too? It is. It is kind of easy to just go with the main character, but like, if it, if it's the case, it's the case. You know, I'm never going to be like. There are certain movies that I have zero doubt in my mind. When we get there, I know who my favorite character from those movies are. You know, like when we get to the Batman. Spoiler: My favorite character is the Batman. Uh, and my yeah. favorite por- my favorite performance, probably the Batman. You know, like uh, that, that's yeah. the thing is that there are some that are just so undeniable. So like, if that's how you're feeling about it, I have no beef. If if the main character is what you think is your favorite, then go for it. You know. Um. Oh, yeah. I think perform. I guess performance-wise, I'm really trying to like character. That's just kind of like that one's just kind of up for. Yeah, whatever you're like, liking. It's like yeah. whatever performance is kind of the one where I feel is more critical, while oh, character sure. is more of like sure. enjoyment. Yeah. Um, I can't. I don't know. I I can't. Like, I went with Christopher Reeve last time. But I honestly don't think – I think he did better in the first one than this one. I think he did too. Uh, I think he had a lot more uh, – again, I think he had a lot more emotions to filter through. You know, I think that, uh, you know, his – he was really black and white in this one as far as his Clark Kent persona, his Superman persona. And he did the, he did a good job at that last one, but he didn't struggle with his identity like he did in the first one. Like in the first one, he seems a little bit more like – Oh, I really want to tell her. There's a lot more that I can feel like I'm getting. I can get him. I can get from him. Uh, the scene where he's fully Clark Kent, though, you know, his vulnerability in those moments, he portrays that really well. You know, I think he does good there. Uh, Margot Kidder is always good as Lois Lane. You know, I, I think her. that that's just gonna be my performance. I can't think of any anyone else. Like I performance wise. It's either Christopher Reeve or Margot Kidder for the performance I, for me. I think and I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Margot Kidder as well. Like uh, the yeah. the more I reflect on this movie, this is the one where she got to shine a little bit more than she did in the first one. I think. Yeah. Um, felt like it was uh centered on her a little bit more. She's they be putting her through it on set, huh? Man, I mean, 
they really had someone. I don't know if it was her, like Margot Kidder in the river. Like, yeah. like they like they really have her going through that, getting buried alive in a car in the first one, going yeah, and plummeting towards Earth faster than you would fall. You know, like right on the Eiffel Tower. Uh, man, yeah, she she does she really through go it. through it. She'd be going but, through it. But yeah, I think I would have to go with Margot Kidder too. You know, I think uh, she's really good at just the – whenever she is – like I said, it was my favorite line. We better talk. I love you. No, I believe that. I hmm. believe you love him. You know, like I, the, the way you sound, the way you look, I'm there. You know, I think uh, I think it's fantastic. But, uh, you know, since I didn't – since it ah, – I might just flip it on its head. You know, last time I went Superman, Christopher Reeve's performance, uh, Margot Kidder as Lois Lane for character, I might just have to go Christopher Reeve's Superman for the uh, for the character because I do really love him in this movie again, you know. Uh, I, I And there's not another character in this movie that's worth it, you know. Like, I, I don't like any of the big three as much as I like Superman or Lois Lane, you know. I just don't. Um, it's not there's something really that's no other... for me. Really, no other character that's worth it yeah. up. It's either Lois or Clark. Yes, or either Lois or Superman. And character-wise, I feel nah. It's Superman. Yeah. Uh, I I'm I'm I have to. I I I'm I'm just so in the mindset of like I don't want it to be the main characters, but like in but this like case, this one, just... I don't think we have a choice. You know, like even the first one had more options. Like I would have even been comfortable going with like Jor El in the first one. You know, uh, fucking Marlon Brando as Jor El. Yeah. Like we just don't get a. I don't think we get another. We don't get any powerhouse performances, really. You know, like like I said, I don't even think. I don't think Christopher Reeve or Margot Kidder really delivered on a level that was like whoa. You know, they were just like, they're better than everyone else in this movie. And it's, it's, it's just kind of how it is. Um, but yeah, I tend to, I tend to agree with the conclusions we've come to there. There we go. All right. Well, is it time for the rating? I think it might be. It might be. So let me, uh, let me break it down for the folks listening. We got four ratings out of 10 that we uh, take the average of, and it becomes our overall rating for the film. Our first is enjoyment, just how much this film is resonating with us on a personal level. It is completely subjective. However you're feeling is how you're feeling. You go ahead and put that to paper, and that's uh, that's just that. We got the genre rating, and this will be... Uh, I think this is the first one I'd be willing to go uh, in the same vein as, like the, uh, as Batman, you know, the superhero comedy, superhero action comedy. Um... I think that's fair. And then uh, that's out of 10. And then we've got adaptation. That's just how well it was adapted from the comic books we read or any other comic books we might be familiar with prior to this movie. Um, and this one will be interesting. It, uh, it'll be interesting to, to do that one. And that's out of 10. We wanted to get that separate from our critical rating so that you knew we could uh, we can admire something for how well it is done without it relying on how good of an adaptation it was. And that brings me to my last, our last rating, the critical rating. That's all things considered acting, writing, filmmaking, sounds, soundtrack, score type shit, uh, all the critical shit. It's a completely objective to kind of flip the enjoyment on its head. And that's just kind of that. So are you ready to throw a rating at it? Oh, I'm ready. 
Uh, All right, I say we do it. Hmm. How are you feeling about this? I I don't think it'll rank anywhere near as well as the first one. I think it'll still do good, but I don't think it'll do quite as well at all. Enjoyment? I mean, it is kind of another longer movie that I don't really notice is that long. Um, So, like, I'll give it that. Like, it, it did keep me interested the whole time, and, like, I don't really think there was any part of the movie where it felt super slow or anything like that. Mm. Um, and we got, you know, some cool just scenes. I don't think it's, it's definitely, I enjoyed it more than Batman uh, 66. I don't think it's I as think low so as a as well. five. Um, but it's not a nine and a half as the no. last one. I think no. I'm, I'm somewhere in like the seven ish. Uh, yeah, I was thinking I was thinking seven. I think that was kind of where I was coming down at, you know, a six and a half, seven was kind of where I was at. Um It's an enjoyable movie, you know, it's a really fun one to watch. Um, but it's uh there are elements of it that didn't live up to what the last one was. Uh, I don't think uh I'm not a huge fan of the ending. I do wish that uh I do wish that things could have worked out a little bit better on the lowest and Clark side of things you know it sucks that they're not together at the end of this movie it's kind of a pain in the ass but uh, other than that I'm, I'm I'm left I enjoy watching this movie you know like like I said when it comes to Superman movies I go to Superman 1 and I go to Superman 2 and when it comes to this movie there are very few Superman scenes I enjoy more than the Niagara Falls sequence that whole part of this movie is gold it's Superman gold there so like uh, I love that part of this movie but uh how are you feeling coming down out of seven? Yeah, I feel I was thinking about like maybe if it was lower than a seven, um, like if six and a half, six point seven five was more fair. Um, then I'm thinking I'm like, like five is midway. Is it just a point above midway? Like really? I don't know. I think it did well. Like it did. It did well enough. I think it earns a seven. Okay, uh, cool. Around there, I, I'd say the I could go down to a six seven five if. Um, I'm feeling good about a seven. Like I'm thinking about three, three and four and stuff from, from memory. And if memory suits me well, I think we will be going a little bit lower than a seven. Um, Mm. but, uh, yeah. So with that, we'll go on to genre and I'd kind of throw this in a similar vein as, uh, as Batman, actually more closer to Batman than I would the first Superman. Yeah. Um, they definitely, the comedy was, was definitely more present here. Yeah, tonally, um, it feels like it's just a little bit less self-serious, which isn't isn't a bad thing, you know? It's just something they did, um, and I have no beef with that. I think uh, IMDb says it's action-adventure sci-fi. Uh, they don't it, put it always, comedy always, there, but, but I mean... It's more, I, pre- it's, it's more present in this, in this movie fair. than the first one. Uh, action-adventure sci-fi comedy is kind of how we'll consider it. Then. And I wouldn't... Uh, I I still wouldn't give it like a huge dip. I think I would go probably again around a seven. Uh, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's bad or anything. I think it's a good, I think it's good in it's genre, but uh, I think there are better examples of what it, what it's done here. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty much on the same page there. I don't like it was, it was funny, but not anything that not, you know, got me rolling on the floor Um, the action was cool, but not anything where I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I just saw that where in the first one I was kind of like, how did they do? Like I, it kind of 
some of the shots blew my mind for how old the movie was. And yeah, like in this in this movie, I guess like our, I think the coolest action sequence in this movie is genuinely the first one. It is the Paris yeah. stuff. It is the Eiffel Tower stuff. Other than that, it falls a little flat. You know, it's not as a. Uh, it's not as compelling in the action adventure side of things. There is the sci-fi is a bit more prevalent with the the three alien uh, antagonists sort of thing, um, but nevertheless, uh, I don't think it. I don't think it quite does what uh, again what Superman did in Superman one. Uh, Adaptation wise, I think we're taking a dip from that ten. Yeah, a little bit. They they kept the the character like of Superman pretty well, like his quirks yeah. and, and all of his little things. But yeah, as- I have no beef with the way they adapted the character itself. Superman feels exactly like he did in the first one. Feels exactly like he does in the comics. Lois Lane does as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more on the, the superpower side of things. I feel like they strayed quite a bit. Um, and Zod is a little bit more of an amalgamation of characters in this movie than he is in the comic books the way Zod is. Um, Ursa is an original movie character, no comic books there, but it seems like she's based off the woman from the action comics 471 through 473. Um, and the same thing goes for Non. But uh, I guess how much of a dip does that cause? If not they, huge. Yeah, not they, huge. they kept the character, which I think it's the most important thing to keep true of the adaptation is the I character. I would agree. Um, I agree, but it it was the ending was definitely. I'm you know I've been saying this whole time that like I don't care about certain weird things that don't make sense just for for movie sake you know just to have it be funny or have it be cool or whatever like I'm I'm all for that, but the ending they did kind of just seem like they were grasping for straws and like giving them random. Yeah, whenever we become. Object yeah. when we become objective, remove ourselves from what we enjoy watching. Yeah, I can see how you can critique all of these things. What I can't see is how you might not like it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's 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 relentlessly fun. So like the enjoyment, adaptation, and critical rating are very different things. You know, so I think it's fair to go a little bit harsher when you get to this this sort of part. Um, I still, I I think I again I'm right around a seven. Uh, That's seven what I was gonna eight. say. Is this yeah. just another seven? I I'd think it might be. It, it in the other two, I think it was like seven was kind of the ceiling. I don't think we can go higher than that. But I think like this one seven's the floor. I wouldn't okay. really go any lower than seven, but like I could go seven, seven and a half is kind of where I where I was thinking. I could go. I could go up to a seven five if that's what you, if that if that's what you're feeling. I like because I would say I think it was still a better adaptation than Batman sixty six was of Batman and the, yeah. the characters we got to know at that point. Or I don't know was it you know when we look at that one the villains are pretty well adapted you know that's kind of the thing um the villains are pretty well adapted in in batman and we we gave that a seven out of ten um so like i do think they maintain the spirit of superman and lois thoroughly but maybe that means this is just a seven like we can't i don't think i can comfortably go oh it's a better adaptation it's just I, i agree now yeah that that puts it in a good like in a good light like uh or frames it very a lot better instead yeah. of just um you know i think it the character is the most important part to keep true and but the the parts that they did lack on were kind of they were lacking yeah it's not, yeah. 
There's nothing, nothing, nothing too shameful about it. It's still seven out of ten. Not like it's like, oh god, you're a terrible movie. Nah, you're doing good. You're doing good. Um, but that brings us to our critical rating, which is uh, it's going to be interesting because I would say it's not as good as the first um, in any respect. The first like, one. I don't. I came out being so much more satisfied. Yeah. Um, like in in like I feel like the deaths of of them three, if they are dead, I don't know. Um, yeah, like, like the how way they just are they fell, fell the, in there? Yeah. Like where that goes? But uh, like uh, I feel like it could have it it could have been something different or handled a little differently. I don't know, or maybe he trapped him back in the Phantom Zone. It was so, you know not just um pushing well, him down. The- also the undoing of the lowest stuff like it just felt like a mm. what do we even do all this for yeah. you're telling me he gave up his powers caused like a bunch like a bunch of shit went rampant and now that just means nothing because they're not even going to be together at the end of the movie like uh and and i mean even though it is you know the 80s the effects were better in the first one and maybe they you know they did have more and the the load was was higher but like I think it is still fair to to critique them on that. Maybe they were a little too far in over their heads uh, yeah. with with this one. And I mean, I think it, it's kind of like middle of the road here. Um, yeah, I was gonna say if we if we declare five like our average movie, like you are just you're right down the middle. You're not good. You're not bad. You're just you just are. You know, I think it's a little bit on the brighter side of that. Like yeah. I would go probably five and a half six on this one. Uh, See, we give it a five and a half. The six six three, a five or a six, makes it a six seven five. Um, overall, I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't think it is strictly middle of the road. Um, I do think it deserves a little bit of a bump. That's for sure. All right, um, then I say we, I say we go six. Then I think that's a, I think it's a fair place to come down. You know, it's still, it's, it's better than middle of the road. Not by a lot, but it is. Oh, would you look at that? IMDb gives this movie a 6.8 and 6.75. We've rounded every other one to the nearest second decimal place for yes, yes. Per so, person. And there we go. So we line up there. Um, let's see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this movie. An 83. Um, critically, wow. uh, critically, 83. Audience, 76. Um, we're a bit harsher on Superman too. That's interesting. Very. Um, I just can't get past the ending. The ending's like the the rest of the movie is super enjoyable and really, really, and frankly, pretty well done. Like the ending, I just can't get over how it was like. Oh, this kind of unraveled very quickly. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I. I guess I, I mean I haven't seen the third, so I'm assuming they're just setting up for the third, and they just needed like because at the end of this movie it says like Superman will return and Superman or like you know Superman three like it yeah. shows it at the end, so like this was it was very ready planned. For that. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, if they needed some stuff to set up for the the next movie, they do the same things in comics. Um, so I can't really be too mad at them for it, but like I feel like that's part of the story that's pretty big, like pretty like he could like. That should be a major focal point of exactly of this story, but 
I yeah, guess so it, that would that would bring us to a six seven five. So like a six point eight is kind of what we've done for the other ones. Uh, Batman sixty six coming to a fifty three percent on the tomato meter. Superman coming to a ninety four percent on the tomato meter, and Superman two coming to a sixty eight percent on the tomato meter, which it's a pretty big drop off from Superman to Superman two. Um, the first one was that much better though. Like the it's, first it's, like. It's one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Yeah. Like, I I really love the first one. This one, I love it because it comes after the first one. Uh, yeah, like, I will I will watch it again. I've watched it. I've watched it multiple times this year. You know, like, this was not the first time I've watched it in 2022, which is, like, typically a pretty good reference point for if I enjoy a movie. And I know it's, like, three weeks into 2023 for everyone else, but <laughs> time bending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this, it was, that's about right. I don't think it's, I don't think we're being too harsh, like at a 68 at it. I mean, it's almost a 7 out of 10. So, I mean. Yeah, and and that's the spirit of the 10 point scale. We we wanted to be a little bit more bare bones, honest, critical about things. I, I'm much more comfortable giving this a 6.75 than I would be a 3.5 out of 5, you know. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I think we. We got it down. Got if it we would have been on the five point scale and I gave this a three point three or whatever the fuck, I'd have been like, well, I don't know. I think I'd want it to be more like three seven five four. Um yeah, ten point this it really helps. Uh I don't know, we have a lot more space in between now. Yeah. Uh, and it's not uh a five four or a five seven or a five you know, or, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like I like the way this is going and shaking it so far. Papa Lakey. Yeah, I, I enjoy this thus far. And uh, yeah, so another great addition. Superman 2 comes to a 6.75 out of 10 for us here at the Penny Bloom Podcast. 6.8 out of 10, if you will. 68% on the tomato meter. So another good addition to our uh, to our 52 or 52 comic book movie journey through film it will be a while before i stop doing that like we did that i said that for like a year straight so yeah. it's, it's gonna, gonna be hard be... to break that habit yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna be tough but i mean we'll get there we got a while yeah we'll, we'll get, get there yeah. we'll get there i mean we got a couple of years going for this one so uh and we're already almost a month deep we're already mm-hmm. almost there yeah. next next week Superman three marks the end of January for us, which is uh wild. Already a month into another project. Already a month in. That's uh that's fucking great. But uh yeah, the next next week Superman three will conclude January for us. Uh we'll have some more comics that we'll get to talk about there for you. Same same formatted movie review and everything. Very excited. Supergirl, Howard the Duck, Superman four coming up. And uh Hell yeah. I think that'll kind of, uh, that'll be good. That'll be good. It'll be grand. But, uh, yeah. With that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including book reviews galore, a bunch of comic book pull lists. Every week I'm putting up a pull list for comic books of all the new shit that's out. So go ahead and check that shit out for $3 a month. It'll help us out immensely. I uh, head to Twitter 
follow at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Again, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And I don't want a bodyguard. I want the man I fell in love with.